Blog Talk Radio. Well, here we go. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We were we were having a little technical uh, gymnastics here to try and get Tom on the line, but I think we've got him. Are you there, Tom? I indeed am, and you're on, you're with us. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. So we have our line here on Blog Talk Radio. We have people listening online. We have uh, a phone line where people call in for questions, and we have your conference line with all your folks who can call in and listen too. So this is great. I'm going to introduce you. <laughs> Maybe I should introduce myself too. It's Catherine, 
Catherine May, and I'm the one who does the channeling, and I have as my guest and friend who's going to work sort of as a co-host tonight, if that's okay with you, Tom. I'm delighted. (laughs) That's great. Tom is the founder of the Freedom Club USA. Many of you know of his work and his wonderful club. Very forward uh, reaching, forward thinking, and imaginative ways of um, trying to change the world, starting with the financial systems. So, Tom is going to tell us a little bit about the Freedom Club and what they do there. Um, so, why don't I just let you. Um, introduce a little bit, Tom, and and let people know what you do. But first, I want to mention that when we started to do the um, anti-fracking campaign, you were one of the first people I contacted, and or you contacted me. I I can't remember which way it went. And uh, Tom has already set up a wonderful website called OurNewEarth.net. Did I get that right? That's correct. Okay. So that also fits right in with the kind of things that we're interested in here. So if you can give us a little overview so people will know a little bit about you, that would be great. Take it away, Tom. Yeah, (laughs) thank you, Catherine. And Catherine has been a guest, um, a special guest on our uh, club uh, calls as well. We honor her. Uh, from those visits she has made and been following the wonderful work she has done over the over the years, and she uh, likewise has followed us. Uh, the club was uh, founded about 10 years ago. I had a kind of an intermission, actually a, a crisis in my life. <laughs> I was deeply in debt, broke uh, with the banks, the banksters as we sometimes call them, and um, it was actually a rare opportunity because it, it forced me to understand how banking works, uh, that all debts are fake debts that banks give us today in our fiat monetary system. And, in fact, I discovered we funded our own loans. That was quite an eye-opener. And uh, I started just talking to people and sharing, and it was amazing. I bring it up at a conversation in a room with 30 people, with two or three, and pretty soon... 30 people are gathered around. They were so interested, so it became obvious we needed to share the news, and thus the club was formed. Then the question is, well, it's not just about pointing fingers, it's about finding solutions. Yes, you want to find the truth, but if you don't have a solution to go with it, what's the point? So it was all about a win-win solution, and we came up with one, and it took us uh, really about 10 years to finally put all the pieces together to process what we call a claim and get restitution for all the money you paid the bank, which was actually taken from your birth account. So the bank loaned you nothing, you borrowed it from yourself, and there's a remedy to restore that. So that's the uh, administrative remedy process. And in conjunction with that, we we share our news on our uh, club site, freedomclubusa.com, and breaking news, such as what Catherine brings, we post her her notices as well out there, and uh, then we do something else called quantum energetics, uh, 
uh, to relieve the, uh, relieve the inner stress that we've all accumulated. Uh, Catherine's very attuned to that. She's spent her life doing that, <laughs> helping with people with stress and issues and of all sorts. And we have our flavor of that. So we do that on Thursdays during our um, every other week in live mode. Uh, we all have stuff. And if you're the one who says, I don't have any, well, that's your first issue to, to address. <laughs> we call it denial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a fun class. It's, it's really awesome, and it's uh, very, very powerful. Now, the, Our New Earth is a new offering. I've got the nudge. Um, <laughs> I guess, is that how they come in? You got your toe pinched, uh, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> I, I get, oh, I you got a nudge? I get a nudge in the shower. I call it my shower power. Um, <laughs> when I'm taking a shower, a lot of things come in. It's a wonderful time for me and um, the revelations, and it was my time to uh, bring forth our new earth. Uh, the, the horrors that are happening with chemtrails, with um, the inoculations, the vaccinations mm-hmm. to our children and adults, call it a flu shot, call it whatever you want, uh, and Dr. Sherry Tenpenny has been the leader in that area, and we've had her on as a guest on the uh, the club and as well as Our New Earth, as well as Catherine has been our guest on Our New Earth to launch just some weeks ago. But there's many. The fracking is certainly another one, the chemtrails, uh, the fluoride in the water, uh, and the list goes on. There's just many horrors that are going on. Monsanto, the GMOs, uh, is... Um, an atrocious thing, poisoning our food, pesticides, and so forth. It, it, the end is, the list is almost endless, but we are going to take them one at a time and work with folks like Catherine's group and many others that would wish to join and address this in paper form. Yes, letters work. You've seen the power of sonar <laughs> disappearing by the power of, the, of just the letters. We have... Um, another product called GSA, Gold Shield Alliance, another partner that works with the International World Courts. And they, um, it's common law. They supersede all the statutory courts in this country and Canada. They supersede the Supreme Court, by the way. They've been around hundreds of years. They predate, in fact, our country was founded on common law. And we've uh, since eroded it down to statutory I'll call it silliness or nonsense of injustice. And so there is a solution, a real one, and we have access to it. And we have done over 500 processes to date. The courts uh, are still, I guess, a little, uh, intri- well, I don't know what the word is. They're, they're, uh, they have what they need. The pressure is there. They're building the support they need to implement because these these folks can mm-hmm. literally take take down the head of a, the CEO of any bank. And that's I want to repeat what you just said. They supersede the Supreme Court. Yeah, Supreme Court and all ours. I have been. Well, let's go back. Common law was our foundation, and especially since 1933, we have eroded and left common law behind. Common law is is the people are in control. The people have the power, mm-hmm. and that was the foundation. That was the independence. That was the form, you know the the birth of our country. Freedom, <laughs> freedom. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The power back to the people instead of being a serf on the land, as we were under King George and 
his predecessors, we said enough. We stood strong and said we want freedom and we will limit the powers of our constitutional or with the constitution of the federal and the states and everything else in the to the people. So in other words, the contract was, here are your limitations, government. Well, they've kind of stepped mm-hmm. upon, uh, far beyond the bounds of what that constitution says. But actually, it has become also a corporation since our beginnings. That happened after the Civil War. So we've evolved from sovereignty to corporations at the state, federal, and even you individually are a corporation without your knowledge upon your birth, your birth certificate. So they created an artificial world that they control and could manipulate us in every way, shape, or form by laws, by money, and move this out of our heart space into our head space. And logic doesn't have a conscience. <laughs> you, can right. drop a bomb. you can drop a bomb on someone from your head and say, well, it was justified because they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Now you go into your heart space. Would your heart ever do that, Catherine? Nope. Well, my no, head wouldn't never. do it either, but... Your head wouldn't. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, people's heads got turned with money, power, the illusion of it at least, and thus we have wars, we have nonsense, we have more people per capita in this country in prison. Hear me, more people per capita in prison in the United States than anywhere on the planet. Right. Because it's probably Yeah, I have heard that. It's not it's working possible. either. Oh, of course not. We're not we're not bad people. It's just they find every excuse because Bonds are created when people are in prison. They, they turn it over to Wall Street. Wall Street sells it. They reinvest it, make money. And so the more people in prison, the more money a few make, and the more horrid life becomes on planet Earth. Oh, so these boy. are just some of the points. But the fact that uh-huh. we have the access to the world court says we can use it for the our new Earth. And that's how we're going to support those projects. We're not only going to give them the political muscle of letters and awareness that we know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. we know what you did last summer, you know, one of those. Um, (laughs) And the summer before. Yeah. (laughs) The last lifetime. (laughs) In addition to that, we're going to submit a process with the expertise we have learned to the world courts so that they have the muscle to put an end to these folks, and if they don't, they get arrested. Simple as that, and they get fined. But then we also tie in with that a hook so that we can bring finances and money to the projects of the people who are doing the good work out there. We want to mm-hmm. fund their projects. So we, we bring that together. And so stop the, stop the nonsense, bring the funds, bring the good news to the planet. And that is what we do. This was such a good explanation. Thank you, Tom. And I just want to underline how... I have such respect for what you've done and for the vision that you have. So, everybody out there, Tom is not talking about the bad news. He's talking about the solution. And you and your people and the people you've touched already have the vision for what governance should be, for what the systems in the new world ought to look like you've already created the model 
and all we have to do is step into it. It's brilliant. It's exactly what we need. You're not just going back to what we had. You're also educating people and teaching them about what we had and what we lost for a while. And when we go back to regain sovereignty, it's going to be better than ever because we've learned. We really know what can happen when you give up your rights, when you give up your um, individual say about what should happen. And here, you really have the vision, not just the vision, but the wheels are already turning. And you have the channels in place to be the solution. So I heard recently, I don't know if this was on your site or if, if you told me this, but that that there were 200 sheriffs being trained um, to do the arrest. So this is not just a theoretical thing, you know, that where you hold a court and people think of it as, you know, pretend. That's not it at all. Once the once the um, verdict comes from the court, you're going to have the court is going to have the teeth to really make it stick. And you're right there on the edge, aren't you, of making that all fall into place. Well, I think we're over the edge. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're kind of dragging the land with us. <laughs> <laughs> and the freedoms. Uh-huh. <laughs> you said I have all the channels in place, uh, and actually you are one of those channels. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you well, have amazing, that's good. amazing work, Catherine. Uh, you, you, uh, you truly have a, a beautiful heart and a passion of your own, and you've done so much to um, awaken people. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, so everybody can see how we've been doing these things on separate tracks, but we're very much in the same process, you know, on the same line. So it's a pleasure when you, you know, when we can start really aligning with the people that are, whose hearts are so passionate about accomplishing this new earth that we're heading toward it's it's so exciting so i think that you know there was some um dust up about sananda's last message because he addressed a lot of these things and it was a serious message his you know his messages are often very um upbeat and um, general, general, loving, supportive messages. But sometimes he steps forward and says, look, there's something here that needs to be done, and here's what it is. And I think it shocked a lot of people that, you know, he's he's not all rainbows and unicorns. You know, when when something really needs to be done, he steps up and says, we're going to do it. And here's how. So that was uh, the last couple of messages have had that tone. And the other things that I've um, channeled recently, too, um, from a lot of people, I've, I've noticed also Sheldon Neidl has had some similar messages. 
that are really, you know, heads up, everybody. Things are changing here, and they're changing very fast. And it's time to make some decisions about what you believe in and what you want in your life, what kind of energy you're going to allow in your life, what kind of actions you're going to approve of, and so on. So we're down to the beginning line. You know, it's really the starting line. It's not the finish line, except that it's it's the end of the cabal. It's the end of the dark times. We have gotten some information recently that the Lucifer Project is done. It is finished, closed, over. So the all the... And the grid that was supporting those energies has been dismantled. So things are now going to change very fast. The times of swimming against the tide are over. And it's I felt it this afternoon. I can just feel the energies rising. It's tremendous. And we're in for something very special coming very soon. So I think we've got some exciting news. And I think um, you'll enjoy hearing these too. And what I'll ask you to do is just to um, be here for me when I'm going to, you know, when I leave. It takes me maybe 10, 15 seconds before I can <laughs> bring in the next person. And I think people are kind of familiar with that, but... Anyone who's new, this is the way channeling works. I sort of step aside, and they come and join me, you know, really use my memory banks and my my brain for the vocabulary and the concepts they need, and my voice, of course. And so tonight I've been told... Um, Let's see, maybe we should maybe I should do a little bit of announcements. I forgot to do that. Um, just to tell everybody that we have all the latest information on our um, Facebook page, which is Healing for Ascension Tour. Gabrielle is on it. She's posting things several times a day. Um, our website will probably not be updated for a little while until I have um, a webmaster in place, and I believe is not going to want to do that, at least not at this moment. So um, I imagine she's probably going to listen to this call, and if she does, I wish her well and send her love. So I have been told we're going to talk with... Ra, who is Father God, who is Zora. <laughs> so he'll be our first, uh, our first one to come through. And I've also been told that Sananda will come. And <laughs> as I was preparing for the call tonight, I said, okay, so... Who's coming tonight? Ra, yes. Sananda, yes. Anybody else? Yes. St. Germain. I said, okay. So 
you'd like to put in a word? And he said, well, I might ask for more than one. (laughs) So he wants to come through, too. So it sounds like we're going to get a lot of information tonight. So that I was going to announce, and also um, our next tour stop is going to be Toronto. And we have a really lovely place to go, a retreat center. Um, We'll be putting up all the information. It's in King City? Mm -hmm. King City. It's right near Toronto, Canada, of course. A beautiful place that has rooms for people who want to come from a distance. Nice meeting rooms, a lovely setting. It's going to be a pleasure. So that will be June 20th to the 22nd. And the schedule is posted. So, oh, will be. I'm waiting Oh, we're waiting for the link. Okay, Gabriella's here. She's in charge of links and mm-hmm. scheduling. So um, the we have the schedule worked out, and the um, the person with who who is uh, at the retreat center will be sending us the link, and that will be up within a day or so. Okay, so that's our next adventure. After tonight, <laughs> the one we have planned anyway. All right, so I'm going to do my regular thing here and um, take a breath and move aside and see. Ross going to come in first. Greetings, beloved masters. Yes, it is I. It is Zora, the one you know as Zora. I will spare you and Catherine the accent, however, because tonight I will drop all roles or previous assignments, you might say, And I'm going to tell you the story of how I came to be Zora. Yes, I came to be Zora. (laughs) You see, all of us here in higher dimensions have the ability to shapeshift, to move into a body, as I am doing now, to a greater or lesser degree, we can do that. I have done that through many lifetimes and through, well, we don't call them lifetimes in the higher dimensions. We are eternal. And in those high-level circumstances, high vibration, we can make ourselves barely noticeable to the person with whom we join company. We can be very subtle 
and we can be very helpful. That is our purpose, always. It is always our purpose. We do not trick you in order to take advantage or manipulate. I created the character of Zora because it was needed. All of you needed to be able to relate to someone, to be able to talk with someone who presented themselves as God. Yes, I am God. I have been known as the one who is God, Yahweh, Shiva, Jehovah, and many others. Allah. Let's not leave out Allah. God needs a voice. And so I have gladly played that role as the voice for God. And in that, that role, you might call it, I also have asked Catherine to help me be the voice for Father God. I am the one who pinched her toe. I am also the one who spent many years as her mentor and the one who trained her for this work. We spent many years helping her to clear away the passages and in the process we tested her. Yes, she complained relentlessly. We tested her relentlessly to be sure that she would be able to be as clear and as determined as she would need to be in order to do this work. I will give you one example. I'm weaving a story here. I will get back to the point. <laughs> because some have suggested in, in recent days that Catherine has been compromised and perhaps she doesn't know who it is she's channeling. Well, nonsense. She knows us very well. She knows when we're here and she knows when we back away. She knows when we have a message. She knows who each of us are by our energies. So, there was a time when we were evaluating how intensely we would ask her to do the work with us. And we devised a test. You know, when you want someone to be clear and dedicated and to keep their promise, you must know that they will do that no matter what and no matter what it costs them. So we devised this test. We called on Catherine. She knew me in another role at the time, by the way. I called myself Macarta. I played the role of a, a woman who had lived in what is now Syria in the 1200s. 
I was working as her teacher then. So MacArthur called her up by playing the song that Catherine recognized and asked her, we need you. There is a problem. There has been a bomb placed in the locker in the in Times Square in the Port Authority building. And here is the number of the locker. Well, this information came from spirit. What was Catherine to do? She would risk her reputation, and they don't look kindly upon anyone who makes false reports. But she knew if this were true, it could cost many lives, perhaps thousands. She did not hesitate. She called the police. She gave them the report, and she said, this does come as a channeled message. But I want you to know that I cannot not tell you this. The police took it very seriously. In fact, they evacuated the entire Port Authority building. They sent in SWAT teams, bomb teams, and cordoned off almost an entire city block. At this point, McCarta told Catherine there was also one in San Francisco that was set to go off, each of them at the same time, and one in Chicago. About that time, she began to suspect that it may not be true. She picked up the telephone to try to call the police and find out what they knew as her doorbell rang. It was a team of police coming to investigate her to see what kind of crackpot she was because they didn't find a bomb. And she would have been arrested and charged with some sort of false reporting and probably fined We were protecting her. However, they were a fairly kind team of officers, and she answered the the door with the telephone in her hand and said, Oh, I was trying to reach you. I'm so afraid this was not true. And they said, You're right, and we came here to find out who you are and why you did this. And she said, Because I had to. And so, we asked her to take the messages and to create what became the book that is now in the works called When God Pinched My Toe. Now, that's just one incident. There were many others. I won't go into all of them. But I can tell you that when we give this channel a job she does it right and when she channels Sananda 
she also knows who he is because he has been with her for years. They even ran a therapy group together. There is no question that she knows who it is she's with, just as you know when your friend is standing right next to you. Now, I'll get back to why I wanted and decided to be the voice of Zora. By the way, the accent I developed for Zora is really rather charming, don't you think? It is a nice way for people to relate to the person who is speaking because the accent itself represents a familiar sound to many languages. People who are Asian think that, that I have their accent. People who are European feel it is theirs, and so on. It was a way of helping people to be more comfortable speaking with Father God. First, Zora presented himself as the one from Hollow Earth who was a leader there. But he was speaking then through Billy, Billy Woodard. Now let me tell you the story of how I came to speak through Billy. Many of you have heard Billy's life story he was an orphan. He was found in a park and went to foster care and was brutally treated. Was finally adopted, but was really adopted into the military and spent many years in the top secret divisions of the top secret government that you're now just beginning to hear about. He was indeed in charge of Area 51, the place where much of the secret work was done for the space industry, for the military, and where numerous black ops programs were hatched. So Billy, as you can see, the one who became Colonel Billy Woodard at a very young age, was trained practically from birth to be an arm of the cabal. It was not his choosing. It was his destiny. Along the way, he was asked to do any number of things that were not what you would talk about at the dinner table. He had many secrets. He lived with those secrets. He never was an evil man, but he did belong to a family and that family insisted 
that he worked for them. And when he was asked to bring the word to the world that there is a hollow earth and that he will channel someone from hollow earth and his, the person that he would channel would be the director of the reptilian program. He was willing to do so. He felt he was doing the right thing. It was his life. And it was his work. And so, he became a double agent, bringing through the messages, unbeknownst to Billy. I intercepted and developed the identity of Zora in order to bring truth and light to the world. It was an ideal forum. He presented a very convincing story. And it gave us the opportunity to create a whole new way of speaking with all of you. And so I became the one whom Billy channeled. He was not aware because he had been taught to do full body channeling, which meant that he wasn't really present much of the time, although he could return and intercept the messages. It is possible. But most of the time he did his work well and was not entirely aware of what I was saying as Zora. It was a perfect setup, isn't it? The double agent had a double agent working with him. And so, to Billy, I portrayed the dark one. To all of you, I am Father God. And then there came a time when Billy seemed willing and more ready to absorb the energies. And so, I became a triple agent. For I do love him. And I worked in my third role to be the father he never had. He liked that. We had a very nice relationship. And I called him my beloved son because I do feel that toward him. He was not born in hollow earth. He grew up and was raised by the military. He really grew up in Area 51. How could he have been any different? 
And now, little by little, he is awakening. I hope he will hear this. I am still with him. I will remain with him. He has been given what you would call, or I guess I could say what you might term, a walk-in angelic soul who will help him to recover. It is not an easy route to recover from the kind of life that he was subjected to. And now, you know, I did tell Catherine many, several months ago, that we were going to retire Zora. And she said, well, what will people do? Everybody likes Zora. Well, I did announce, or perhaps she did, we announced that I was really Father God. But people weren't so crazy about that. They liked Zora. So I'm perfectly happy to be the Zora that you've always liked and wanted to hear from. It's okay with me. I want to bring light. I want to bring you the real information about what is actually happening in your world. And Billy liked that. It was a very good working relationship when I could talk about the spaceships that are in the skies and, and describe the meteors that are heading toward the earth and what we do about them and what is coming in your world. What happened to Flight 370? All of that. It worked very well. I was able to bring you real information that you could not find anywhere else. And the Hollow Earth Network did become the most advanced and informed network on the planet. Many of you, all of you, know things that no one else knows because I was able to do those calls to bring the information through to you. And so you see I had a good system every which way. Catherine was channeling me. Billy was channeling me. Catherine was writing down the messages. And I also had with me my beloved friends. Well, you know, you use that expression, BFF. (laughs) Well, we are best friends forever. Sananda and St. Germain and I... And, of course, there are others, but we have really enjoyed being the team that worked with the Who Needs Light Hollow Earth family. It was a pleasure for us, as I know it was for many of you. Now, of course, 
there were problems. Billy was not entirely out of his state of being uh, under the influence of those who had trained him. And so sometimes those those uh, habits or inclinations may have come through a bit. And also, another thing that he was asked to do was to sell the laminine and the soul. And it had two, a two-pronged uh, purpose. It was designed to get everybody in the Hollow Earth Network hooked on the money that was coming in. And it also served the purpose of bringing down the vibration of many of the people who took it long enough. It is not toxic over the short run. In fact, many people feel good when they first begin taking it. The laminine has nutritional components in it that are good for you, but there are traces in it. I will ask Catherine to to find um, to give to you the specific information about the components that are detrimental. But I will tell you, it works something like the heavy metals and the additives that are in your vaccinations, and you know that those have caused some serious problems. And so it's it's a a small amount, and when you take these things over a long period of time, especially in large amounts, it can have the effect of blocking the light from your pineal gland. Well, isn't that a clever thing for the cabal to do? Because they need, for people like you, to be less brilliant, less light-filled. And so, the time came for us where we simply had to tell you. Many of you discovered it along the way anyway. You discovered that after you'd been taking these things for a while, they didn't feel so great after all. And the cost was rather prohibitive. So many did not begin taking it immediately. And so this is why Billy would promote it so strongly. Now there were times when I would simply step aside and he would speak for me to promote the soul and laminine. And I can also tell you that um, last Sunday's call with Catherine, we were present in the call later on in the day where there was quite a lot of discussion about um, how Catherine had lost her mind I was present, but I barely got a word in edgewise. Billy was angry. 
he's been he's been doing very well with these products and the freedom it gave him and his partner had the effect that they desired it made it harder for him to let go and it makes it hard for anyone who becomes dependent upon the income, dependent upon the relationships that are built in an organization like that where people become very close and everyone's very interested in supporting and and teaching and helping one another. It was another family. And so, the cabal works in very subtle, very secret ways. And this is why Sananda came to give you the message he did. Some of you may think, oh, I know all that. I've known all that for years. But if you listen to that message from beginning to end you will discover the depth and the breadth of his message. It is not about the bad news, just as our dear brother Tom did not tell you bad news. He told you how to fix things. He told you there are ways, and we know what the problems are. Now, we've also told you there are thought forms still on the planet. And they were being given life by the belief on everyone's part, to some degree or another, that life must be lived the way it is. You understand that when you move to a higher dimension, everything changes. Absolutely everything. And what Sananda was trying to tell you is that you have to change it before you can move. That is the message. You must change your thinking. You must change your own vibration in order to prepare yourself for the energies that we have prepared for you. So you see, we work together, you and I, all of us. We are one. We cannot be separated. Only in this condition of three dimensions with free will, behind the veil in the darkness that disconnected you from us. Yes, it was difficult. It was difficult to lift yourselves. It's like leaping in the dark. Where will you land? Where will you go? How will you do it? Beloved ones, this is why I came. This is why we're here. 
This is why our beloved Sananda has been overseeing this program to help all of you lift your hearts and your minds and your bodies in order to ascend. And I could not have told this story if our beloved Anne had been here to to have to listen. She was not aware that she was, in a way, being used. But it was, it was not a meaningless manipulation, not at all. She did her work brilliantly. She was herself loving and kind. She did not look for any hint of something going on behind the scene because she does not do that. And so she was the perfect one to be the mother hen who would bring in the groups of people to to um, shepherd them, explain, help them, keep them in the circle. And so it was her place to bring everyone in, to allow Billy to tell our truth and his lies. And in the thick of it, look what you have learned. Yes, there has been a bit of a division, but that was purposeful too. It was time for all of you to learn all of these things. It's time for Anne. It's time for Billy. It's time for us. It's time for the world. Today is a new day. Everyone will have a different job tomorrow. Everyone will be living their lives in a new place, in a new way. That new place will be in your heart in your hearts, always. You see there is an event coming. Tomorrow. Yes, this timing was perfect, wasn't it? You were getting complacent. You were starting to believe anything and everything and nothing It was time. It was time for change. Time for a new point of view. And here we are. Now, my brother Sananda is here. I won't usurp his 
position or his time. He has more to tell you. I just want you to know. I was here to be of service in every way I could. Sometimes when we watch and oversee what's going on there, we just have to find a way to get in a little light here, a few words there, a bit more information over here. Wherever there's a door open, we walk through it. If it means that we can reach your hearts, that we can speak to you. And this, beloved ones, was a project that was made in heaven. It was ideal. We talked to so many of you. We made you think, yes. We made you question. That is our work. We are helping you to awaken. And all the questions you asked, all the feelings you've had throughout these years, all will be useful. All have helped you to grow. For growing is not a matter of just deciding. You can't just say, I'm going to raise my vibrations and I'm going to feel good and it's going to be permanent. It doesn't work that way, beloved ones. You live. You live through the experiences. And seeing yourselves being courageous, being determined, keeping your light shining, this is what raises everyone's vibration. It is what gives us such joy to see you all working together, lifting together. That is the way you create a new world. And so, I will leave you to ponder my words. I want you to know I will be here in any guise you wish, in any costume necessary, in any language spoken on this earth. I will be there. And I will bring love in all its forms. And for us, there are many. Part of our love for you is that we create these challenges. Yes, we know it has been a challenge for everyone. That is not an accident. Nothing blew up by mistake. Everyone played their parts perfectly. We are delighted. And we are in love. 
and we wish you joy, happiness, laughter, and much, much love. I am your Zora. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> I'm back and I'm laughing. I heard Zorley laughing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to listen to this. Oh, he's special. I have a question for you, and perhaps you can make a little more sense. As I was listening to your story with the bombs and the... Uh, in the locker and such, and then you were calling to say, well, I'm not so sure that was a real accurate message as the police were at your door. Um, <laughs> what was the, what was he the warned me of, that he was going to tell that story. <laughs> uh-oh, it's out now. <laughs> we caught you. <laughs> yeah. So what was, um, there were no bombs, is what, what I'm hearing. And right. yet you were certain there was. So what what was the point of that? What was the No. I wasn't certain at all. I, was I wasn't certain. Figure, I figured that out I suspect, I suspected they might be playing with me or testing me. They did it all the time. Hmm. But I had I couldn't uh, not turn in this report what if it was true exactly I was pretty sure it wasn't actually but my heart did start to pound when they told me about it I thought "I've, I've got to do this I have to there's no other way even if they do you know come lock me up I have to tell them they were very cordial about it, the guys that came. They started snooping all around my apartment. They went through the whole place <laughs> looking in the closets. And, you know, what she got, who is this, and what has she got here? Yeah, and what is she snorting, right? <laughs> right, something like that, yeah. yeah and well. after an hour or two, they said, thank you, maybe you'd like to talk with our... Um, one of the guys over in the unit on the next street, the, the, the police department was right on the next street, um, they do work with psychics over there. And I said, you mean after I just gave you this wrong information, you think I ought to work with the, your unit? And he said, oh, yeah, they work with you. So it turned out fine, ultimately, but it was a number of hours it was quite a few hours when I was really afraid about what was going to happen either there was a bomb or there wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well you, well you trusted you trusted your instincts and you you acted on them and perhaps that was the real test would you you know act on your uh, your, your intuition and uh, then there's that little uh tug that says, well, let me, let me double check this, <laughs> triple check this. <laughs> so there was were, time. You were learning. <laughs> yeah. 
and there, you know, there wasn't a lot of time. They told me it was set to go off at such and such a time, and it, you know, it was, there wasn't a lot of time. So I just figured, well, okay. I, you know, even if I, if it does sully my reputation some, I can't not do this. You know, what if there was a bomb? Absolutely, I would deliver yourself then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all being tested daily. On uh, we get nudges, we get, we hear this, we hear that. There's so much disinformation on in the planet out there, and. The, you know, there are actually units of our own government that that's their whole purpose. I know a, a general in the Army, that was his whole career, was to uh, prepare disinformation uh, and put it out, leak it out, to offset, you know, the truth. And that was his job, to, you know, kind of cover up mistakes and so forth. And he was a, he was a nice guy. I actually liked the fellow. But that was his job. You know, and there's, there's people who do this very maliciously, of course, as well. Um, whatever there's information, you create disinformation, and the people, well, I don't know if it's left or if it's right, I'll just do nothing. And that's where we have gotten, as we heard from Father God, complacent. It's like, I don't know if I should go left, I hear this, I should go right, I hear that. So uh-huh. I'll sit, be frozen in the middle, and that is the power of disinformation. We've all been uh, influenced by it one way or another. Yeah, well, I think this um, was what happened here. I think we were in the midst of one of those disinformation campaigns, only it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, some are very uh, malicious. Some are, uh, well, they're intended to take people down or remove their credibility, or uh, we've seen that uh, in our club, you've seen it. Uh, it. It continues uh, <laughs> it's one of the tools of the uh, of the dark uh-huh. it's very, very effective very effective yeah it has been but when you're awake then you can you can discern wait a minute what does my heart say and you've gotten much much better at that and as I said you've been tested and retested <laughs> with your growing yeah. and moaning is what's that <laughs> <laughs> for years until you finally came to know what truth is and where to find it and how to connect to it and know what is true. Mm-hmm. So, but on the way to learning, they say experience is the greatest teacher, and the only way to get experience is to make mistakes. <laughs> right, and there were times when, I, I mean, I just really was fed up with it. And I'd say, just stop it. I can't stand it anymore. Enough. <laughs> and then they would turn it up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting started with you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, I, and I had to learn to always say to myself, I know one day I will understand this. I know one day it's all going to be explained and it's going to be really better than I thought. And that's always the way it happened. It always turned out to be something better than I thought was going on. And the lessons always served me well. Always. It was never uh, whimsical. You know, it was never just to see what I'd do. It was always, and this must be about everything in our lives, it's always for a purpose. It always has meaning. That's what we call the golden nugget. 
when we do our Kiwi sessions, if you found mm-hmm. the trauma, the bigger the trauma, the bigger the lesson, the bigger the nugget. And when you peel off the outer layer, that's the pain. Inside is this beautiful, beautiful message. Oh, that's what that was for. <laughs> but you never see right. it until you peel off the pain and then release that, let it go. Mm-hmm. Come to peace with it. Yeah. And you do, you've done that over the years with people all the time, and we do the same thing. Different different methodologies, but the end result is the same. Find the purpose behind that. Well, and for me, the end result was I just love them to pieces. I just love them for having helped me this way. I mean, there were times when I, you know, my toe hurt. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I love them for it, and I have no regrets. <laughs> so here we are. It, you know, things got a little hard at times, but we're gonna we're gonna ride through this. But your, your strongest adversaries uh, in your life often are the ones that, at the higher realm, are your most trusted friends. I've come right. to find, discover. Uh, you would not have given that task to anyone you didn't trust to put those challenges in front of you. And when this game ends, we will have a pretty good laugh to <laughs> see what we've yeah. done to each other for the purpose of learning a lesson. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you know my joke about that, but when my uh, when I finally talked to my parents, who had both passed, um, they came to me and said, you know, we are such and such ascended masters. And I went, what? (laughs) Why did I need an ascended master to make my life miserable? (laughs) And they said, because we wanted to do it perfectly. I think that's okay. I think we're experiencing some of that. Right, you know, in this whole process, this week, the masters are really helping us, and it may seem like bothersome stuff, and it might be annoying and troubling, but they're doing it perfectly, and it's for our benefit. So, we'll see what the others have to say. I better, let's see, I should keep track of how we're doing on time. I put extra time in. How are you for time tonight? Can you hang in oh, here with yeah. us? Oh, absolutely. Go right for it. Who's next? Oh, time? all right. Good. So let's see. <clears throat> let's call on Sananda. Oh, we've got loads of questions, too. So I might ask Sananda and St. Germain to talk a little faster. <laughs> Let's see what Sananda has to say. Okay, I'm going to step aside. Beloved ones, it is I, your Sananda. Yes, some of you still do think of me as Jesus. Just as some of you still think of 
our friend Ra as Zora. We are used to having many identities because, you know, we've been around for millions of years. You're learning now. You're learning about yourselves as you learn about us. And I don't just mean you're learning lessons, although that certainly is part of it. You're learning who you are by watching and listening to us. We are your family. We are your brothers and sisters. We love you without end. And we spend time together, all of us, between every lifetime. You come home. We gather. We talk about what we're to do. We dream up these schemes and practices and obstacles and challenges and solutions. We take on the difficult things, all of us. We've done it now for thousands of years. We're not afraid to face the truth. We have never been afraid. We know we are eternal and we know we will always have the love of our brothers and sisters. <laughs> As Ross said, your best friend forever. We take that seriously here. We are friends forever. Now, the group you, you're hearing from tonight, yes, we're friends forever, but we're not an exclusive club. You know that whenever you call on me, I'm there. There is no higher or lower, better or worse. In anything we do or anything we think about, we love all of you. Yes, we do talk about the cabal. We talk about the dark things that have been done. We understand your language for those things. You call it evil. We know that. We learn to speak your language, of course. We know how you think and how you feel. And we try to reach you by expressing our feelings in a way that will make sense to you. You understand now if you look back. Look at how far we've come. This Hollow Earth Network Three, four years building, coming closer, learning together, all of it valuable, 
Not all of it was true. No, it couldn't be. Ra had to lay low at times. He had to allow some things to slip past. But not the things that were presented to you as the anchor for your heart. We know the difference. We know the value of a story. The details can vary in a story, but the moral is what is important. We tell the same story over and over in many different forms, in many different languages. The story is always you are loved. Life here has been hard. There has been darkness. You have been challenged. And this is why you're here. This is why we're all here. To learn these tough stuff things. To learn these challenges and overcome them and see ourselves. Ah, when you overcome the thing that you fear it the most. Look how it makes you feel. You know then that you will never go back. Once you have taken on a challenge purposely, deliberately, resolutely deciding that you will overcome this, you will take yourself in hand You will reach into your heart, into the deepest place in your heart for strength. And then you touch God. You all know that. You know the times when you've touched the truth in yourselves because it fills you with love. It is a a feeling of peace and harmony within yourself that you cannot find anywhere else. No amount of being told that your ideas were right or that you'll get a prize for a contest you won, you could not win enough contests or be told enough times that you're right, that your beliefs are true, that what you learned is correct. There could not be enough of those prizes to help you find peace in your heart. For they are different pathways. This, beloved ones, is what we have tried to bring to you in recent messages all those wonderful messages that Ra brought through to create the book to help all of you. I recommend that you read it. It's beautiful. 
And once you had that as your background, once you had that beautiful story that suggested the basis, the outline, the beautiful frame around the truth, and you began to hear, here is what life really is. Here is where we really began. Here is how we've worked together, you and I. Little by little, you learn the story. We couldn't have told it all to you in one story, one book, one message. It would not have been possible to absorb it. For the important parts of this story are the ones that are about love and that create a feeling of love in your hearts. But even love in a human body is not isolated from feeling, physical feelings, and from your mind. For your mind is what we have called your soul mind connects to God. And when you connect your soul mind, your heart, your intuition, and all the nerves in your body, all the cells in your brain, it is an experience that can only be felt in a human body. And when you link every system in your body consciously and turn your eyes to the light and open your heart to love, there is no greater peace. There is no more profound understanding of what God really is. This is why you agreed to come here. This is why life in a dense body like this that you've experienced all your lives, this is why everyone wants to try it. Most of you have been here many, many times. because you understand the value of this lesson. When you can create a true connection from yourself to God, from yourself to others, when you feel that we are one, that is the most precious experience a soul can have. And you will never forget it. It will never be lost in the deepest reaches of your memories, buried away. No. You will never forget it. 
And after you leave this dense place and move into higher dimensions, it will be a precious, precious memory that informs you of how powerful you really are as a soul. Because you've had this experience, and because you've overcome the difficulties, the temptations, and yes, the darkness in all its forms, you are identifying, learning how to see a thought form. You see a thought form the same way you see me. Energy patterns, feelings, you know it when you feel it. That's how you identify a thought form. You must learn to be very sophisticated, very attentive, very aware of yourself first and of your environment. And when you can do that, you have found freedom. You will be free from confusion. You will be free from depression or despair. There will be no circumstance that can defeat you because you don't permit it. And because you know how to reach us, you know how to use our help, which is always there for you. I, too, am here to tell you of my love and my great hope and my anticipation as well for what is to come. For tomorrow. Ah, beloved ones, tomorrow is a new day. We have told you the darkness is lifting. Yes, you might say. I can hear some of you thinking it. Well, if the darkness is leaving, and tomorrow is going to be all different, then why did we have to go through this anyway? Why do you think, dear ones? It's your last chance. Have you not been told that the lessons you will learn in your last days here will be the most important ones? And that they are. Breathe. Take it all in. Open your minds and open your hearts. Don't bother to defend yourself or to try to argue, oh, I saw it a different way and I refuse to think that something could be something I didn't think before. Drop it all. Open your sights. 
let yourself see. Because you know, you've probably heard these words in many forms, but they're very true. If you haven't seen the darkness, how will you know when it's light? This has been quite an experience, hasn't it? This life in duality? Maybe yes, maybe no. Which way's up? Which way's down? Are you my enemy? Are you my friend? Should I be angry? Should I walk away? All of it. For your own growth. And we don't mean because it's good for you. (laughs) We mean you are growing. You are raising your vibration and you are becoming the creator race that is your destiny to be. You are growing. You are learning. You are expanding as the universe expands. All is growing. All are raising their vibration. And you, beloved ones, Yes, believe it or not. You will be the ones who will lead because of this experience, because you have seen so much. You have known so much. And you have learned so much. And now, in spite of it all, You can reach into your hearts and there you find love. Love for yourselves. Love for those around you. Those who have wronged you, those who have done crazy things, those who seem so lost, those who think they're right, all of you can find Love in your heart for all the others. This is why we're here. And this is the greatness of this project that you are all finding that love, experiencing this sense of being one with us, with all. Yes, beloved ones, tomorrow is going to be the best day of your lives. You will have to be discriminating because some of it might look as if things are a little disastrous. I'm here to assure you it is all by design. It is all perfect. And it will all roll out into the beautiful 
divine vision that you hold in your minds. It is up to you. You will create the new world. And we will weep for joy. And now I will step back. I embrace you all. I love you without end. I am your Sananda. Namaste. Tom, say something. It helps me come back. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I might want to just stay there. Out in la land, huh? <laughs> oh, it feels so good. <laughs> oh. Being surrounded by uh, a light blanket, I suppose, enveloped in it. Oh, that's how just how it feels. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. I was kind of there with you. It's just nice to hear those beautiful words coming to you from Sananda. What an awesome uh, spirit energy. Mm. Yes. It is. I love your description, like a light blanket wrapped around me. It's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, inside and out. It's like every cell just gets light, just lights up. Ooh. <laughs> Fun. Awesome. So, so a light bulb is a nice warm blanket is coming for all of us. It sounds like tomorrow. Uh, we're getting lots of hints toward that, aren't we? Yeah, we are. So something big is a brewing. Hmm. Something big, big is a brewing here. I say, what? Um, what do you make of it? I think so, and I think they've saved this piece for Saint Germain to tell us about. I oh. bet. This is like warm-up for the finale, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he likes that. He likes to go last, and he gives us a piece of something, you know, that's happening now. The current events report. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bit of a showman. He likes, he likes, uh, he likes the limelight, doesn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it's fun. You know, I think they... I'm just really learning this about all of them. They really like to um, to put on the show that will really teach us. Maybe it's because it's easier than dragging us through the mud. You know, <laughs> literally. If they put on a really good drama for us, then we kind of get it. You know? we, we kind of drag ourselves through the mud. We drag ourselves <laughs> through the mud. They're putting on these beautiful, beautiful musicals and you know, and dramas and yeah. creating yeah. the stories for us. And, and we're, I think we're the ones that make it the worst. 
then we have yeah we have the, the pointing is toward the shower <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a nice dry towel to get out of the mud. <laughs> we played in here long enough. Yeah. We've thrown yeah. it. We've got hit by it, and but from it come great lessons, and that was the whole point of it. We did sink a lot deeper in the mud than ever was expected after Atlantis. <laughs> and right. We downgraded and all that. Now we're we're rising up out of it and uh, showing off, but taking with us those beautiful lessons. That's the key. It took mm-hmm. courage for us to come here. All of us. Wow. Uh, knowing that this would be the roughest, toughest rodeo you've ever ridden. <laughs> That's a good image, yeah. Well, I I can remember when I didn't have a clue about any of that, that that's really what it was about. I mean, how? It hasn't been that long, you know, since the last time I felt sorry for myself. <laughs> so once you know this story, it's impossible. It's impossible to feel sorry for yourself, you know, if you realize, well... I must have planned this. I must be pretty courageous to have planned this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we so, did exactly yeah. have a pre-birth agreement. Said, "Here's here's what I want to, well, lessons I want to learn, and here's how I'm going to learn them. And this is a rough rodeo, and I'm going to take on the 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 the, the friskiest uh, <laughs> yeah. horses I can find, and uh, I'll get thrown. I'm going to get you know beat up. I'm going to get bruised, but." I'm going to come out on top on the end and have wonderful growth and experiences and share with others, and as they will share with me. And so here we are, our last rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly looks like it was a plan that works. <laughs> no, yeah. not not something from this from the three dimensional perspective that you would even really think would be sensible. You know. <laughs> Why would anybody want to do that? But here we are, and we've done it. Yeah, only the most courageous uh, came to Earth. You know, there was a screening process, so the fact that all our listeners are here and all those not listening are here, uh, whatever we thought they were, we have to acknowledge you had to be extraordinarily courageous just to play this game. This is a, this is a toughie. Most mm-hmm. people around the universe are looking at it's kind of like watching the soap operas from them, you know, those crazy people that are doing today. <laughs> <laughs> what are they into now? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to <laughs> take a peek in here and, <laughs> and, see, <laughs> and see what mischief they've done or what what awakening they've done and will they ever wake up. And Oh, yeah, look at that. The lights are starting to go on. <laughs> right, right. Blinking over here, blinking over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question for St. Germain, and that is, okay, tomorrow is going to be something special. Would you please let us know what, well, of course, they can't let us know really what it is because we're going to have to go through it, but they know what it looks like from where they are. Yeah, give us a sneak peek anyway. Yeah, as much as they can. We'd like to know. (laughs) <laughs> it won't spoil the surprise for us. It really won't. We'll we'll roll right through it anyway, which we have to do. 
but it won't spoil the surprise. We don't mind having a little preview. Let's think of it as, you know, you're under the Christmas tree and you're shaking all the boxes. <laughs> What's in this one? Oh, I bet I know. <laughs> so we'd like to shake our presents <laughs> and see what's in them. <laughs> I can feel he's laughing. Okay, time to bring St. Germain in. Let's see what he can tell us about the good news. Okay, Tom, you, you say... And the next person you're going to hear from will be St. <laughs> Germain, and then I'll bring him in. All right. I'll, I'll be in here's Johnny, okay. <laughs> the next All person, right, right. <laughs> I'll do my Ed McMahon thing here. Uh, and the next, <laughs> next special guest that you'll be hearing from is indeed St. Germain. Welcome, St. Germain. Ah, thank you, dear Tom. I thought you'd never ask for me to come through. <laughs> All right. I, I'm i really looking forward to this. I do have some news for all of you. Good news. Yes, good news this time. Well, tomorrow, you can already feel the energies rising. You know, we don't do anything at... Um, 12.01, because what we're doing is much too powerful for that. The energy that's coming through is beginning to be felt, will be an enormous blast from the central sun, the center of the universe, directly from Creator. It will be far beyond anything you've felt before. Yes, hold on to your chairs, hold on to your hats. It is going to be quite an experience. The energies you will feel, we hope, will lift you right out of your chair. You'll be dancing, you'll be laughing, you might be holding your head because it feels like it's going to come off. It won't. We know what your tolerances are. We know you've already been prepared. You've been suffering ascensionitis now for years, right? Years. Well, that's what it took. You wouldn't have been able to stand this if it hadn't been for the preparation. You're more ready than you think. And when this blast comes flowing across the earth, it will create the final shift in your DNA that will change you, change you fundamentally into the crystalline light body that you are destined to be. Now those who resist it, we have to have a plan for them too. Those who have not been doing the work you've done 
are not at the place where you are. And they will have a natural buffer that will ease them into the energies. They may not feel quite the uplift that you feel, but that's that's all right. They are being changed. You have been promised that you would have mentors. You do have mentors, beloved ones. You know, you've been told tonight we're a little more subtle at times than you expected. Sometimes we don't announce what we're doing. Sometimes we just quietly come into your thoughts, into your presence, to bring you love and to bring you peace. Harmony is a big thing this week. We're working on harmony. There's been so much discord and unpleasantness on the planet. Wars. There has not been a time since Atlantis that there wasn't a war going on. All of that will be ancient history by tomorrow. Think of it. You have jumped the timelines. You have done it. And this group is not a small contribution to that. You yourselves have done this. Yes, we are your cheerleaders. We encourage you. We teach you. We cheer you on. And you are the ones who have accomplished it. It is a wonder. You cannot see what we see, the energies rising, the light increasing. Yes, the dark ones have all gone. That is, the reptilians, the draconians, others that try to take over the world. You have now heard that story. There's more to it, however. Our beloved Lucifer has come to talk to you and will come further to help you learn the story. Yes, he was the one who was in charge of the dark programs. And you've learned a bit tonight about how double agents work. Well, Lucifer was the model of the double agent, the one who was working for God, whom everyone thought was playing on the dark side. Now you're learning more, that there are lots of double agents among you. What matters is what their principal attachment is, what their principal loyalty is and what is the deepest deepest connection in their hearts many those who were trained in the terrible and rigorous programs of the cabal 
really did completely lose the connection to their hearts. And those are the ones we would say didn't have a heart. Even they are being helped now. You know, you'd heard the story of how the reptilians invaded human bodies and caused trouble and pain and sickness and confusion and depression and anxiety and so on. Well, we have a program that's much better. Our program is that we send an angel to inhabit your body. And you feel uplifted. You feel warmth. You feel love. And you begin to feel peace in your heart. And those connections which seem to have been broken in childhood or in various systems or experiences of abuse, those places that seem to have been broken are being repaired. It is happening as we speak. It is happening all over the globe. Broken hearts are being mended. Broken hearts will beat again in love. This is what is happening tonight. And when the energies come through, it will be like a blast of fresh air and warmth and love that will seal the healing. And people will arise tomorrow feeling, I've never seen the sky so beautiful. I've never seen my partner looking so lovely, so handsome. I've never seen my children so brilliant, funny, and sweet. It is a new day. We have worked so hard, all of us. We have never left your sides. We have never stopped changing the plans, rewriting the script, working beside you every time you raise the vibration, we get to raise the bar. We get to rewrite the script. We get to plan another adventure. And here you are with us all the way. This week has been one of those adventures. Yes, we know some of you felt pain. It was disturbing to many of you. But I assure you, dear ones, you will never be the same. 
And when you love, you will love with all your heart. You will feel gratitude and joy and such pleasure when you see a friend and you know you have a history together. You know each other. That is precious beyond words. And when you know that you and your friend and your friend's friend and your family and your neighbors and the country next door and the country on the other side of the globe all, all are doing what you do. All are feeling what you feel. All are looking to the skies And thinking, I've never seen it so beautiful. This is the divine experience we have in store. And everything will come crashing down. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? <laughs> because what will come crashing down is just the dust of the old life, the shards of things that need to be cast aside. And you will recycle, beloved ones. You will be recycling everything. Everything that is good and meaningful in your life you will reform, reshape, make new, restore, and recreate. What an exciting time we have ahead. Yes, you will have the RV. It is happening now. You are ready. It was just that the rest of the world was not quite ready. Many of those who have been accused of holding up this program were really those who were flying around the globe trying to get things in place, trying to set up the programs and the systems that would make it impossible for anyone to steal your blessings. It is all perfect. It is all just as it should be. And when you receive your wonderful blessings, you will know now why this has been done. And why it has been done this way. Yes, you wanted it long ago. You wanted things to be easier. You wanted not to suffer and not to see your friends suffer, lose things that were precious to them. But now you will see. Many of you have learned to do with less. 
Many of you have learned to look around you and say, what do I really want? I really want for everyone to be comfortable, to be happy, to have enough. Just to have enough. That will give us great joy. And that, my dear friends, is what you will have. It's what you will do. It's what we will all do together. And what a joy it will be. And now, we are to answer some questions. I know the time is getting late, but there are many who wish to ask their questions. If we haven't already answered them, perhaps we should turn this back to Catherine and Tom and let them take care of some of the questions that are still left. But I ask you, beloved ones, think deeply about all the things we have told you tonight. Think of all the implications of what we've told you. And you probably won't have quite so many questions. But let's see. I now turn the talking stick back to Catherine. <laughs> and Catherine... Hi, okay. <laughs> we have already some hands in our queue here, and you have some up, I'm sure, on your, uh, your end. I'll just remind our folks who came in under our line that on the Freedom side, uh, Star One puts you in the queue, and we have a couple waiting. And Catherine, do you want to start off? Okay, I'll choose the one who's been here the longest. Um, and that would be... Three five two, three zero eight seven. Your line is open. Hi, Catherine. This is Rod. How are you tonight? Hi, Rod. <laughs> Just my quick, quick question: What happened? I got on the phone a little late. Where's uh, Where's Ann tonight? Oh well, I'm not sure. Um, Ann uh, didn't want to to be the co-host for the call. Um, you can go back and listen, I guess, to some of the earlier calls, but I think it might be explained. Um, Is that because of the the soul? Yes, I think primarily that's what it is. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, That's quite a discouragement, I'm sure. Um, Oh, we're not discouraged. It's all, all as it should be. It's all going to unfold perfectly. I wanted to ask Tom if if he knew anything about the common uh, common law trust. Uh, You're talking about the St. Germain common law trust? Yeah, I wonder if it would be better to ask um, St. Germain that question of being our special guest here. If you have um, a more pointed question, 
in regard to that, uh, perhaps you could refine your question, and we'd invite, I'd like to invite St. Germain to respond. Well, uh, Anne had a guy on the program about two weeks ago that uh, gave us a synopsis of what his company could do relative to our oh. funds received from... Do you remember that, Catherine? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, that's different. I thought you meant about the prosperity funds. Oh, well, I don't... I don't think here we're, we're prepared to describe what okay. a common law trust is, but if you go on his website, it's explained there to some extent. Well, well that's what complex. I wanted. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a short answer here. Um, yeah. We do not use uh, the trust in the way perhaps uh, you were acquainted with it. We do an entirely different process. It's a non-confrontational one, a win-win. No one's harmed in the process. And we have a very special relationship to get these um, processes paid. And um, so it's, it's unique, proprietary, uh, unique to us. And uh, you're more than welcome to come and visit us on a Monday call, and we explain it all there. That's at right. freedomcoupedusa.com site, and that will fill you in on all the details, a little bit more than we care to get into tonight, I think, on this call. Mm-hmm. I just thought they'd give me a website. That's all. Well, yeah. I'll jump off the line. I don't want to take any more time because you know, we've got people waiting, mm-hmm. Catherine. I recommend um, Tom's website. There is so much there, so much information that will start you in the right direction. And what is um, that again? FreedomClubUSA.com. Okay, good. Yeah. Right, I'm going to get off the line, Catherine, because I know okay. we've got a bunch of people. Thank Thanks, you, Jim. We love you all. Thanks. All right. I'm going to... Okay. Um, Tom, you want to take one? Sure. We'll see who our first guest is. And Participant line unmuted. Who's with us? Hello there, Tom, Cynthia, in Tucson. How are you? Hi, Cynthia. What's your question for one hello, of our special guests? Hello, hello, Catherine. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, hi, hi. I, and you know what? I had some questions. They have been answered. The only thing is that I feel... Oops, we're losing you. Oh, I, I'm hearing it okay. Go ahead. Yes. No, I just said I feel very relieved over um, whatever was transpiring the last couple of days because I heard some of that too and blah, blah, blah. And... I am so glad that um, you're responding the way I have been recently taught how to respond to these kind of things. So, um, so you, maybe you can repeat what Cynthia is saying, Tom. I will. Yeah. So, and, and of course you, Tom, as well, because without Tom, I wouldn't have uh, started this journey about nine years ago. And I did through Freedom Club. I found uh, the Hollow Earth Network, and I found Catherine, and that's when I started following you about two, three years ago. So thank you very much for everything that both of you have done. And, you know, hallelujah, it's here, finally. Yeah. (laughs) Just to recap, if you didn't hear Catherine, she was uh, commending you for the way you're handling the situation you've gone through. Uh, We've had some things going on in our club as well, and uh, we're gracefully moving past it. And she was uh, delighted 
she found you, I think, through the club. So uh, uh, she uh-huh. most pleased. So thanks, thank you, Cynthia. Thanks, anyway, Cynthia. Do All right. Do you want to go next? Our next, yeah, we'll take turns. Okay. Um, hmm, I had somebody here who was a long time, and now it's, do I have this wrong? Let's see. I'm going to open 561, and the last four is 4114. Your line is open. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, who's this? My name is Danielle. Um, I I found you a few months ago, and uh, I have uh, uh, you answered a lot of my questions tonight, as you always seem to be answering my questions. Um, although, uh, are we just supposed to wait for more information to be downloaded to us on where we're going with our actions to to make this change happen? I feel like I'm very much a part of this, and I stopped my life since October and, and reconnected with Mother Earth, and I just have been downloading a lot of information. A lot of it's overwhelming. Um, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do, and, and I keep getting your calls. I get these emails, and I know I'm connected to this whole group. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing exactly what everybody has to do, and that is just one foot in front of the other. And follow your intuition, and it gets easier. I think, you know, I just had a talk with my dear friend Tim, who gets a lot of good information, and he's the one who's helped us jump some timelines. And we had this little talk. He said it's all about being willing to, um, what was the word he, uh, submit, Um, let yourself be, let it be, Um, Mm. just go with what your heart tells you. And when you really learn that, when you learn every time you do that, it's better. Every time you do it, it works then it gets easier and it gets easier, and then you don't struggle with yourself. You just let it be. You know, I feel like going out and walking across the grass. And you may think it's only helping you. But then you find out, oh, I just learned that Mother Earth experiences it when I put my feet on the ground and send love and accept love. So when you're just doing these things that you're doing, you may not even know at the time what it's for, but you'll know later. And I like to repeat the thing that Ra told me years ago in uh, the form of Makarta, who was my teacher at the time. She said, where your foot is, that's your path. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> it makes it okay. so much easier. Just so simple. Into yourself, where my foot is, that's my path. 
Mm. <laughs> and sometimes I it puts them it. in my mouth, yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Perfect. I love simple and perfect, just like all okay. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Tom, you want to take one? <laughs> Most certainly. I say sometimes it puts in your mouth, and, and that's your path at the moment, right? Yeah. And you get, you get it where it, you get it where it ought to be. All right. Let's see who's next here. Participant line unmuted. Hi. Who's with us? Hi. This is Harris. Hi, Harris. And hi there. Hi, Harris. Just talk uh, loud. People didn't hear that. Harris is a physician, so he knew what to look for. Okay, thank you, Harris. Um, so I think if you're paying attention to your body, you know, you'll know. But probably, you know, especially if you've been taking it for a while, it's a good thing to to stop. One of the things that um I have done and learned the hard way uh, <laughs> on, on 3D Earth, the only way, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> as we've discovered, is uh, I've, I've learned to um, intuit. Uh, I do a little muscle testing, and when I hear about a product or somebody invites me to try something or I read an ad or whatever it would be, mm-hmm. I get my fingers out and I loop them and I do my little little hard work. And 
<clears throat> by the way, I, I can tell within seconds whether or not this product, whether I've seen it, touched it, or anywhere near it, doesn't matter. Is it is it right and highest and best for me, or anyone else? You can test others as well if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a little something you can learn. We've taught people how to do it on our calls, uh, and uh, Captain, you may have uh, demonstrated that to others on your calls. I, I'm not sure, but on our Wednesday calls with Joanne, we've done this from time to time, and. It's a powerful tool you can use for anything. You can discover truth about absolutely anything. And um, Can you, know, you describe it, Tom? Can you describe it to people? I have trouble describing it so that people can really get it. The methodology? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you make an OK sign, you put your little index finger and, and thumb together on right. each hand, so you make two loops, and then just... Loop them together so they're they're connected, and you've got two circles now. And then this is heart work, so you have to leave your leave your head, leave your leave your logic behind, <laughs> and go into your heart and totally give up control to your heart and just say, "Heart, you make the decision." Okay, that that, that way you go exit, he goes plays at the beach, have some fun, and you let your heart do it, and you let go, just like you do when you channel. You let go, and you let. The, the information flows into your body that is truthful, okay? That's what you asked mm-hmm. for. So you would, you, whatever that product is or, or question is, just make it a yes, no, true or false kind of a question. Let's say is, uh, what, what was the name of that product? Oh, laminine or soul. Soul, okay. Let's just try laminine. Each of you can do this if you like and just say, uh, is the laminine product for my highest and best? Now, before you do anything, just let your heart take over and then gently give a little tug and see if it stays strong or if it goes weak. Strong means it's true. It is for the highest and best. If it breaks, it goes weak, it means it is not true. Therefore, it's not for your highest (coughs) and best. So you just use your index finger and your thumb? Yeah. just make On both hands. So you give a little gentle tug, just have a little firmness there. And, and you can warm up by saying something like, or you would say Catherine, you'd say, my name is Catherine. And then you give, you go to your heart, let your heart answer, and give a gentle tug. And you likely mm-hmm. will find it strong. Mm-hmm. Now, do the same thing. Go back into your heart and give a little tug and say, my name is Ralph. And then give a tug. <laughs> right, I like <laughs> yeah, that. It's like there's nothing there, right? <laughs> just it's no so juice. It's so funny that it works. You know, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's yes, so simple. Yes, that's how can, I learned can, it. Yeah, and you can ask about anything on the, in the universe. Any question you can conceive, just make it a you know, true or false, uh, right or wrong. Now, you can get more sophisticated, and I, I've... Uh, taught this to Joanne over the phone one day, and now she teaches me things. I mean, she's gotten so good at this. But um, she, uh, you can ask, let's say, what percent of truth is in something? Let's say you read an article. Okay, and you say, well, you know, I, that, that was an interesting article. I wonder how much truth is in it. You know, I, I, I can resonate with this. I'm not so sure about that. And then you just get your fingers out, and you start, uh, well, start at, say, 50%, maybe. Let's just say, is it 50% or more true? And you give a little tug. Well, yeah, and you just hold it firm, firm. How about 60% or more? 70, 80, oops, it broke. 70, 71, 72, ah, broke, broke on 73. So I back up one. It's still true at 72, so therefore, 
72% is the truth factor in that. <laughs> That's great. It does absolutely anything um, on the planet, you know. Uh, is this person of the light, or what percent of the light is this person? Is this statement they're making, are they telling me the truth? When they listen to your call or my call or anybody's call about a product, service, whatever, find out what's their integrity level. You can find out what percent is their integrity level. What's their honesty level? Ooh, wouldn't that be nice to know before you buy a car? Is this person being honest with me? <laughs> yes. very this is a very practical tool, folks. And you never leave home without them, you know. I right. It's always, that's what I was going to say, it's always right there for you. So it's, uh, yeah. it takes a little practice. And once in a while we get reversed. I'll just go through this real quickly. If you, Sometimes left, right is wrong, right is, and you have to get reversed to get opposite. So in other words, you'll get a false read opposite of what it should. So if you are one who occasionally... It gets that way. We do a cross crawl. You touch your right elbow to your left knee. Okay, just raise up your left knee, touch your right elbow, and then reverse. Left elbow, right knee. Go back and forth mm -hmm. about three, four times each way. Then test yourself. Is my name, you know, say your name. Ah, oh, now we're back in sync. So our bodies can oh, get out of phase once in a while, and that's a real easy, quick way to get back into phase. Oh, I didn't know that one. Terrific. Yeah. Well, well I you. haven't tried this for years because <laughs> after a certain point, they took it away from me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know, but our friends said, "No, no, no, that's too easy. You're going to have to. You're going to have to hear this." So that it was before I started channeling. Absolutely, and and, that and then after I started good. channeling, it never occurred to me to, you know, to do that because I would get different kinds of answers. But, and that's how I started out doing the muscle testing, and it was just infallible. I mean, it really is. If you're really in tune with your body and you're you're doing it right, you know, you can you can try to force it to make it seem like it doesn't work if you insist. But well, that's you go. <laughs> but it really works. When you detach from ego and just to totally let go and say, it's not me making it, it's just my heart and, and the universe, and, and connecting to the source, of course. Mm -hmm. However you want to do that. And, and so just absolve yourself of it and let creator, your higher self, however you want to view that, and your heart connecting, make that decision. Um, is this best for me to... Um, you know, take a vacation this week. I mean, you can, you can do. The possibilities right. are, are endless, you know. Is it from my highest and best to, you know, whatever. It, it's a, it's, you know, supplement it with common sense, of course, but on, on major decisions, certainly, or anything that uh, you'd like. It, it's a very effective tool. Well, thank you, Harris. That was uh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I bet, <laughs> I bet we the panel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are there still hands up? <laughs> I bet you everybody's testing. Yeah, you should have your answers by now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been five minutes. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see who this is. We'll, 
we have a 661, and that's sometimes Skype numbers. Um, the last four numbers are 0240. Um, oops, where'd you go? The number just disappeared. Okay, try this one. Maybe they didn't realize they still had their hands hand up. This is 201. And the last four are 0072. I'm opening your line. Hi. 201-0072. Okay, somebody's not listening to their phone. I'm going to move on. They're busy doing their cross crawl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed your chance. All right. Let's go on. Let me try one more here. Oh, I try to mark these so that we won't go back to it, but it sometimes doesn't catch. Let's see. Okay. Next, we're going to do 347-9585 are the last numbers. 347. Your line is open. Hello? Yes, uh, sure. Um, hi. <laughs> My name is uh, Irene, and um, I'm from New York, and um, huh? I really enjoyed, you know, the story. And, it, 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 wow, it's just um, many things are, you know, have, have happened. Also, you know, there's been a lot of disconnects and you know, and and getting up, getting up the ladder and falling off, up the ladder, falling off. But it was oh, yeah. about the confusion, um, really. Um, th- at this time uh, in our generation, there's so many, so much information, rather than 40 years ago, you know. And it's just um, there's more and more information, you know. How do we um, lessen that to understand the process about the lights. That's right, but the information is really very, very overwhelming, and I feel lost. You know, I lose focus. It's almost like a third eye. You know, it's really, it's kind of damaging. So, um, you know, the and there, there's a lot of, you know, that's I'm what I'm... I'm going to stop you. Irene, do you have a question? Some we can actually help you yeah, with. Yeah, um, <laughs> so how... How do I get um, back into to, um, focus um, um, a, to overcome the, all the information and just to get focused? Okay. I have a suggestion. Two things. Practice meditation and breathing. The second thing is to go to my website or even better, I think there are a few more videos on YouTube and go look at the visual centering videos and it will teach you how to get into the center of your brain where you're thinking of one mind and then see how that works for you I bet it's going to make a difference you need to get focused and that will help Okay? Visual centering. Okay, thank you. And okay. Sure, sure, that's just... Okay, thank you. All right. I appreciate Bye-bye. it. And for the last caller here, um, 
I picked up there's a is a root, just something to be aware of, a root with the father in the early years, started around two years old. And um kind of an anger issue is what I'm seeing underlying is what I'm picking up under all this. This is what we do in quantum energetics, you know, to build mm-hmm. on to so you can use this, the centering, and then you can also do the QE, which releases that underlying issue that you've carried all the way into adulthood. Uh, and this is the kind of thing that we do in our quantum energetics, which you can play with as well if you uh, want to come and play at the Freedom Club. So do both. Do everything. Do all the above. Yeah. If you've heard from Catherine, and use everything. And read the book, Who Needs Light? They are. Which helps to bring you into those things so that you you can be very aware of what the early issues are and how they come into play in the present. Mm-hmm. There are lots of tools available. But thanks, that's a really good suggestion. Okay. Well, that's, uh, I guess it's my turn now, right? Yep. <laughs> and we're going to push Harris, uh, quick Harris off here. unmuted. Participant line unmuted. Okay, who's with us now? This is Teresa. Hello, Catherine. It's Teresa, Lady T. How are you? Hi, Teresa. I'm great. What's your question? Um, Going back a little bit, it's rather like not letting your left hand know what your right hand's doing, you know, getting things back in sync. Mm Mm-hmm. With that, with that um, technique of using your left elbow to your right knee and things like that. And what I wanted to say was one has to remember with taking different um, ingestibles, um, we are reminded in history time and time again when we jump timelines that what was good for one dimension might not be good for another dimension, um, much like in, in um, an example in the Bible where Abraham was told to sacrifice his son, and then all of a sudden he didn't have to do it. Well, was God wrong, or was Creator wrong, or was the universe wrong? Well, no, of course not. It's just a new well, different. and that was story was wrong too. So, if you ask Ra, he'll say no. That that never was true. Anyway, there's a lot in the Bible, but I I don't think that was your point. I'm just saying, and I'm feeling like it will be helpful to some, that some things that were used in the previous dimension will not work in this one. And that's why all things are new and why as new creatures, you know, we are new again in a new dimension. We're new again, yeah. Well, now, but things like you've, was, like you've been saying and like messages that have been coming through, things that we used in the past may not necessarily work here. Yeah, you could even put it a little more definitively than that. I think you can probably be certain that a lot of the things from the past won't work anymore. That's a good the, perspective. The thing that, that pervades all of it is truth is still truth, and that is what's coming through. The light is forcing its way through the darkness, dissolving it. And we, we chose to play in the dark so that we could learn and have these experiences and get roughed up. Um, and that was our purpose for being here, and now that is ending. So the light always is the truth, and just follow that square, however you do it, muscle testing, intuition, channeling. Um, any way you find the truth, um, the question is then how do we know it's the truth, right? Well, that's where right. the heart comes in, and you can use, I say, the techniques mentioned 
So you get better and better at these discovering truth. I think tomorrow we'll all pretty much uh, be aligning very quickly with the truth, the way I'm, the way I'm feeling about what's ahead mm-hmm. of us here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. Great answer. I love that. Okay. Let's see about uh, six, two, three. Yes. Uh, we finished. Um, that was... That was me on my end. I just, Risa. Uh, oh, okay. We were, yeah. All right. So the next one we're going to open is 623 two, uh, 2250 at the end. So let's see. Give us your name. Hi, Catherine. This is Danielle from Phoenix, Arizona. Hi, Danielle. Hi. You know, I just finished uh, reading the book by Diane Robbins, uh, The Hollow. Messages from Hollow Earth. Uh huh. And that book, it meant a lot to me. And I was just wondering, you know, Adama speaks in there and Nico. Right. I'm a, I'm a little confused now about Hollow Earth and Inner Earth and, and that kind of thing. Here's what I've come to in the last couple of days. It doesn't matter. Adama is real. Um, was is it Mikos, the the librarian or the one who works in this? Yes. Yeah. I think that the Portologos Library has already been found, and I think we are going to have coming very quickly so many discoveries coming through. So much revelation about what's really inside our earth that it's not going to matter what we call it. It's it's real, you know. It's there's there are some wonderful things there, and we're going to be discovering them. Is that good enough for you for now? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, I have a lot of questions, but uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Danielle. Thanks. I'm, you okay. know, as you can tell, I'm, I'm, don't have an absolute answer to that because I'm not getting absolute answers about those things. So let's see well, what have, comes. I have a couple questions, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. I'd like to interject a couple here. These would be. Perhaps uh, we start with St. Germain, and okay. we have some, some incredible energies here with, uh, and, and the ready. Let's, um, let's use these assets. My question is, uh, we hear about the dark ones you know, being arrested. We've heard about them. But now we hear, of course, uh, their, their hearts are awakening, and they're working on their hearts to bring them back to light. So I was just curious, which is more likely, our... Uh, there, there will be some resistance potentially, but it sounds like uh, there's a potential that even the darkest of the dark could turn back to light here in these uh, coming days versus needing to have arrests and all these things that we spoke of in the past. So I'd like to get a perspective from St. Germain on that or Sananda or Father God, whoever would like to address that. It's St. Germain. Yes. Well, let's just walk through this together. Uh, Joe 
from uh, the next town runs uh, a team that have been snatching children and trafficking in them. And he also, on the side, runs um, a group that break into houses and uh, take all the goodies from the entire neighborhood. And he has quite a team working with him, and he's created havoc in uh, an entire town. Well, let's say Joe just uh, received a walk-in, and he's feeling pretty good, and when he comes, when he is caught, as he will be, and is taken before the judge, he says, well, judge, I'm a new man. I'm sorry, and I've learned my lesson. Now, do you think all the people who have suffered at his hand are quite ready yet to say, it's okay, Joe. We know you didn't mean it. Especially if it was only one day ago that he was performing these atrocities. People need to know the truth, and they need to know that it's really the truth, and they need to know it's going to stick. So there will be a process. There will be people going to jail, being tried. There will be people being, mm, let's say, kept out of society or being prevented from doing the kinds of things they used to do because the society needs that. The people who have been hurt need to know that it's not going to happen again. Not because they need revenge. That will not happen. But they need to know that they are protected. And they need to know that when people say they have learned and they are new, it will take a little bit of mm, experience. And when everyone begins to see that the robberies have stopped and everyone seems very safe and there are no law, no wars and we're not even having to make laws about these things and everybody's getting along just great, well, then we can open all the prisons and people will walk out. It will be a process. It will not take long. It will not take long. Of course, but in the, the courts. Oh, excuse me. Go ahead. Yes, we do need courts for a little while longer. And the courts, uh, we now are quite corrupt. Uh, in fact, most of, or many, at least, of the judges themselves ought to be on trial yeah. for their actions. So, has that there's uh, a remedy in store for that? Yes, indeed, it is. The common law courts. It is the civil courts that you've been describing. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so it shall be. Okay. And, of course, the cabal themselves, at the very top of the pyramid, uh, the darkness, um, I assume plans are in place for their uh, 
Roundup? Yes. Um, you know, we've been gathering the records all along, and it's really very simple, generally, because the people who commit the most crimes are all the same ones. So you don't need to catch them. You know what it was like in the past, if you could catch someone on tax evasion, you probably would have the one who was run, running the assassination ring and and other things as well. So it will be possible. There is um, great evidence now that people who were double dipping in this in this RV process, the ones who interfered with the the RV for everyone else, are also the ones who have created uh, the boom and bust and the depressions and the corporations that steal everything and give it to only three people. Those are the ones who will be rounded up. And after we take the few who are creating the worst of the problems, things are going to change very quickly. And one of our favorites, of course, is the, uh, the three-letter voice, the IRS. And in Canada, their equivalent, the CRA. Uh, it would be a shame to see those folks touching those monies. So our provisions being uh, <laughs> put in place to uh, keep their fingers off the cookie jar? <laughs> they are already nearly bankrupt and scratching the bottom of the barrel just to keep going. As you know, in the U.S., the Federal Reserve Bank is no longer legally chartered. Mm -hmm. And those, of course, are the funds that go to the IRS. It's all a great um, circle of, well, you know, when you take the plug out of the bathtub, it circles around and everything goes down the same place. This is what the financial system has been. That plug is being blocked. And once you can once you can move a piece of the puzzle, everything else changes. And this is why we have worked so hard over the past months to have things already in place. The RV will be the first piece of the puzzle. And once that has occurred, everything will change. As we were joking the other day, you know, this is really all about, it's not because I like money that I want it to be distributed to everyone in the world it's because it's necessary you have to beat them at their own game and there is a good joke that comes with this you know you may regret that all of the politicians the people in congress have been bought well now how are we going to beat them at their own game we'll buy our own politicians <laughs> of 
course, I'm joking. But you see how it works. Once money has no real value because everybody has plenty, then people cannot be bought and sold. And once their hearts are lifted and they're beginning to feel love and there is no financial benefit, these these conditions will evaporate and very quickly you will find most people will really like being honest <laughs> I, find, I find that most humorous <laughs> it'd be such a change you're right you'll actually feel good from the heart won't it Yes. <laughs> what an inspiring thought. <laughs> and that's what will bring the change. You know, we've always had faith that humankind would be capable of this. It will be proven true very quickly. Given the chance and given no hardship or feeling of want. Lots of people are going to enjoy integrity. It is a it is a perfect way to change the world. Well, you've spent uh, many many lifetimes and many years. Uh preparing for this, and I just want to honor you for that. Thank you. Oh, thank you, and we honor you for your work as well. We've worked very closely together, of course. Indeed, thank you. <laughs> well, let's see, what else do we have for our distinguished guests here? Well, I'll come back. It's Catherine. Mm-hmm. Answer another question or two, shall we? Sure. Well, I've got one right here. Do you have a long list? Uh, go ahead. No, I'm going. I'm, I'm I'm empty right oh, now. So okay. Uh, Nine five four. Let's take this. Nine five four zero zero eight six. Your name, please. Hola. Hola. <laughs> hey, it's Johnson, Vancouver. Who is it? It's Don from Vancouver. Don, hello. Hi, Don. <laughs> How are Hi, you? Hi. Hola. <laughs> what do you Hi, have? Everybody. Oh, man, what an awesome call this has been. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, Sunday's Your new baby. Don has a brand new baby. <laughs> Adorable, brand new <laughs> baby. He's awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hi Gabriella. Hi Noemi. So um, I have a question uh, for Tom, actually, because uh, Tom's from the Freedom Club, and you guys are all just talking about Canada just briefly a second ago, and I know that the uh, Freedom Club has uh, has a little bit of a Canadian presence, and you're talking about that. Could you give us just a little bit of a backgrounder on it and you know, I've I've seen it on the website. I've seen it on the Freedom Club USA site, but I'm kind of interested in 
in, in involvement here? Well, indeed, the, the Canadians represent um, about 10% of the population of the U.S., but we find about 15% of our members are from Canada. Isn't that interesting? So mm. what, it tells, what it tells me is you folks are really tuned in up there, um, more so than, um, well, I think the media has a lot to do with that. We're so controlled here in the U.S., you know, the people mm. are so dumbed down and have been. Um, you folks have a little more insight, a little more international flavor, I think, and so you've taken a, a stronger stand, and, of course, the abuses are just as strong there. The CRA is just, has been just as abusive as the IRS, or more so, potentially. Uh, we have a, plan, a program for that, for restitution, and uh, we have two, two programs, basically. One is to stop actions. That's the GSA process. That goes to the common law world court. And when they act, they will come down with some very powerful force that can overrule, um, as we found the statutory courts that we were talking about with St. Germain a minute ago. The other process is remuneration. You're due a remuneration for all those fake debts that you've had, every one of them, um, yeah. credit cards, student loans, and so forth. So that's in a very elegant process. It's not confrontational at all. And um, it's just merely submitting a process, and that when we are being paid out, which we believe will follow the uh, revaluation fairly soon, um, you'll be remunerated in some significant numbers. And you can go back to every loan you've had since 1933. I know you don't go back that far, but <laughs> that was the uh, the time we um, totally went oh, to the world. Yeah, somebody's getting the word. <laughs> getting the word Oscar, in here. I'm sorry, he's disappointed at the moment. So, so anyway, we we can deal with the Canadians. He's we can unhappy deal with... about debt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we can we can work with uh, Ameri- U.S. Uh, Canadians. In fact, we just expanded to the entire planet. So, anybody in Europe, anybody else, anybody with a fiat monetary yeah, system, yeah, anywhere, anywhere on the planet, can now play with us. So that is something new. So come, come That's a learn. beautiful thing because common law is worldwide. There's no well, countries in common Yes, law. it is our, our roots, our beginnings. It's the voice of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if a law is there, and literally in common law, if there's a law in the books that it just doesn't make sense, isn't applicable, and somebody's being tried, the people can say, no, this doesn't apply here. This doesn't make any sense. In fact, we're going to come, I believe, to the point not too far in the distance. We're going to come back to the law of one. Mm-hmm. One law, the law of the universe. Universal do, law. Do no harm, period. That's it. That's the only yeah. law we need. All the rest is nonsense. The U.S. alone has one million laws on the books. Can you believe that? <laughs> one million cities, counties, states, and federal combined. There's a million laws. So no matter what you do, you've probably broken a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, so well, how controlled we have become. Did that answer your question, Don? More, more than enough. So, um, so I'll go back and read more um, on the websites, of, of course, and stuff, and I'll definitely be looking into, oh, restitution and, and all of those avenues. I love that idea. I'm going to try to promote that as much as I can, you know. So that's wonderful. Thank you both so much. Catherine, love you. Everyone, love you all. Love you all out there listening. Thanks, Don. Thank you.
All right. Well, we have only eight minutes left on the clock, and it's a long call tonight. It's it's going on 11. We really filled up the airwaves here. So would you like to invite one more person? Uh, We do have one last hand up here. Let's see who's with us. Okay, I've got a batch here, but I'm not going to get to all of them. Hi, Tom. Yes, who's with us? This is Mark. How are you doing? Hey, Mark. Welcome. Well, thank you. I, I just wanted to first off say thank you for the call tonight. What, what a I mean, wealth of information. Um, I had one question, and it was based on some calls I got. We didn't get involved with that. Uh, uh, I can't even think of the name of the product. That we were discussing. Oh, the laminine or the soul? laminine and so, uh huh. But we've had several of our people call us up and say, "Is there something that you could take to counteract that, or do something to help that out?" And um, I didn't really, you know, have an answer. You mean for to, if you have taken it? it oh, um, I would just say, drink water, get some exercise, eat well, you'll be fine. Great. No, no big deal to counteract the. I mean, there was people like freaking out about it, and I was like, oh, no, it's, you know. "No, raise your vibration. That's the opposite. I mean, whatever you do, don't freak out about it. It's, you know, you're not going to help anything that way. Just raise your vibration. Go out in the sun, stand on the on the earth, and the earth will absorb whatever residue is left." All right, go hug a tree with love. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. You say those kind of things and people go, yeah, but really, what do we do? (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to, I I thought that would help out people if they they had a question they didn't want to ask tonight, because we had a bunch of people call us up and ask us. Okay. I was thinking, wow. All Uh, right. Good question. My Thanks. My answers don't always seem like the great ones. You know, go hug a tree. Yeah. I went, okay, yeah, but really, what do we do? <laughs> it works. All right. Wait, wait for it to I hug you. thank you guys for what you've been doing very much. <laughs> yes, and let it hug you back. Right? Yeah, you go. You got it in for me. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> okay. You know, we might be able to fit one more question in here. We have five minutes. Let's see. if Here's... 405-0316 um, are the last four numbers. Your line is open. Whoa. <laughs> are you there? I think we better. Maybe they have their computer on. Oh, you going to answer, 405? Doesn't sound like it. 405! Oh, four oh five. All right, we're moving on. Let's do nine five four, and the last four numbers are seven nine three zero. Nine five four, you're on. Yes, Kathleen, it's Nadine. Hi. What's How you doing? Say your say your name again. It's Nadine, Nadine from Florida. Hi, Nadine, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. 
I would like to know if does Tom has a phone number so we can get in touch with him? Who? The, uh, she asked if I had a phone number, I think. Oh, Tom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, the best way to reach uh, us is to go to the website at uh, freedomclubusa.com. And it's it's a big site, I understand, but um, there's some you know some little videos there that kind of explain a few things. And there's a um, uh, a calls live calls we do. If you look on the left column, there's a button there that says calls. And just click it, and it'll give you the phone numbers and the times and so forth. Um, we do different calls during the week. Monday is the most uh, one we do every week. That's the informational intro call. Okay, and that gives you the overview on the finances primarily. Tuesday is a member call. Wednesday is a wonderful call, prosperity call. Joanne hosts with me. Beautiful energy. And we get into things like what Catherine and we are doing here tonight on the esoteric realm. Thursday mm -hmm. is uh, the releasing of stress. That's our quantum energetics. Um, that's the process we talked about briefly. And you can uh, be participant in all of those or any of those uh, as you choose. So I would just start with the website, and then um, you'll have questions and answers at the end of the calls, and you can uh, raise your hand at that point. Does that help you out? Yes, and hello. Hello. And I would, I can add, and you can tell how patient Tom is and how thorough he is in answering questions. So, I know. Yeah, and the website is real easy to get around. It's very easy to tell. So it's it's enjoyable just you know browsing around the the website. You'll learn a lot. All right then. All right. Thank you very much, Catherine. And okay, you're welcome, Nadine. Thanks for calling. Okay. What a great call this was. Thank you so much, Tom. It was such a pleasure having you here. Well, this was a trip. I was a, it was cool. What a wonderful experience. Well, any any Wednesday you'd like, or even Sunday you'd like to join us again, I'd be happy to have you answering yeah. questions and you know talking to, to uh, folks. We'll talk about you. that. Yeah, Catherine, you, you've been a guest with us as well, and we'd like mm -hmm. to invite you back again too. So we will cross pollinate. One thing I learned just recently from one of our special people we heard from tonight, Saint Tremaine, is. I wanted to share this tonight. When you set an intention, we all set intentions. Some uh -huh. of us do it from our knees. Some of us do it with tears in our eyes. Some of us do it to weakness. And some of us do it to strength. Uh -huh. The latter, the latter yeah. one is the one that will get the job done. Mm -hmm. The the most powerfully. Do it from your heart, but do it with power and strength. Intend it. I intend this. And do it with some gusto. Okay? And that was a little tip from St. Germain the other night, so I just wanted to share that tonight with you folks. Oh, that's Come excellent. Up. That's a really good way to end the call, too. Do it with gusto. Do it with strength. I love mm -hmm. it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to turn on our music, We Are the World, and say good night to all of you, and thank you, Tom. You're so welcome. Thank you. And good night, everyone. Until Sunday.
I'll be back on Sunday. Night, everyone.